Hello and welcome to another episode of Pop Fix, your weekly fix of pop culture news and gossip. I'm Marnie Dixit and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Sam Rose. Hello. And the lovely Steph Nutso has taken the night off. It's her birthday. So the happiest of birthdays to you, Steph. We hope you had the best day, uh, you know, as, as good as one can in lockdown. And we miss you. Yeah, we totally do. But it's it's nice that you're taking the day for yourself and treating yourself like the wonderful birthday girl you are. All right, coming up, we've got an update of this week's news, a look at Kanye West's Donda release party thingy, in case you're like me and feel like you've sort of missed the boat on that one, plus a huge reality roundup and heaps more. So let's get into your pop fix, where we fill you in on everything that's happened in the entertainment world this week. So normally when we're discussing Britney, it's because of her conservatorship case, but not today. So Britney is actually making headlines at the moment for something totally different and not very good, sadly. Not that many headlines about Britney have been good, but Mm. anyway, uh, authorities are investigating Britney after she allegedly struck an employee this week with the singer now a suspect in a battery investigation, according to E! News. A spokesperson for the Ventura County Sheriff's Office told E News the dispute allegedly occurred at the singer's home on sorry, at the singer's home earlier this month, with the employee claiming Spears slapped a phone out of her hands after confronting her when the staffer returned from a visit to the veterinarian, according to the sheriff's office. The employee also says Brittany hit her hand, which added that the uh, sorry, per the department, which added that the staffer was not hurt. The sheriff's deputies were called to the residence, but once the officers arrived, they learnt that the staffer had left the house and gone to the local station in Thousand Oaks, California, to report the alleged battery incident. A complaint was then filed with the sheriff's office, and um, deputies attempted to reach Brittany to find out her take on everything that happened, but she wouldn't speak to them. Uh, Brittany's lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, said in an email statement to NBC News that the claim was sensational tabloid fodder, which, to be fair, it does kind of sound that way if I'm being honest. Rosengut said it is nothing more than an overblown alleged misdemeanor involving a he said, she said about a cell phone with no striking and obviously no injury whatsoever. Anyone can make an accusation. This should have been close. This should have been closed immediately. According to TMZ, the case has now been handed over to prosecutors who will make the call on whether Brittany is hit with a criminal charge. And the housekeeper, who had worked with Brittany for years, is no longer working for the singer. And, uh, yeah, the case is going to be decided by the Ventura County District Attorney's Office. And they will decide what happens next because the sheriff's office couldn't come to a conclusion, essentially. Mm, interesting. I wonder if it's more complicated. I know we're not talking about the conservatorship, but I feel like we kind of have to sometimes. But uh, just quickly before we move on to the next topic, I wanted to mention that uh, my friend at work and I were talking about this and they think that Britney's mental health uh, issues are way worse than we actually know and if she's right uh, the free Britney movement and all of us that support it unfortunately might be doing more harm than good despite our best intentions I just thought that was an interesting viewpoint I reckon that totally makes sense Hmm. Uh, a discussion for another day perhaps Mm mm-hmm So every month or so, the internet is trending with clearly dangerous challenges from eating laundry detergent packets to setting fire to yourself. 
The latest trend, however, involves stacking milk crates up into a pyramid and attempting to climb it. Marnie, have you seen this? You're shaking your head. Oh my gosh. Yes. I saw a video of someone doing it in heels. Oh god. What the fuck are you doing, lady? Even just walking on a flat surface is dangerous in heels, you know? (laughs) That's exactly right, especially for me. So I can't imagine doing that. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, so it it is pretty crazy because almost every single time people are climbing these pyramid structures, the, the milk crates come loose and then it just everything crumbles, meaning the climber would fall hard onto the ground. And it's quite an awful sight. So this week, TikTok has banned the Milk Crate Challenge. So now when you look for the videos under the tag Milk Crate, there will be a page saying no results found and a notification will pop up saying this phrase may be associated with behavior or content that violates our guidelines. Promoting a safe and positive experience is TikTok's priority. It's good they're finally getting onto things like this. Yes. But unfortunately, if you look up Milk Crate with spelling errors, like crate spelt with two A's, you will find some of those videos still. Oh, so Jesus. Yeah, it's it's not perfect, but TikTok's uh, taking some positive steps towards protecting the community, which is good. Is there like milk CR8? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you ever want to do the challenge, you can use that tag, I guess. I probably won't. <laughs> I just feel like did this generation, and I'm going to sound like an old person right now, are they trying to kill themselves? You've got the Tide Pod Challenge. Yeah. This, you said something about setting themselves on fire. Yeah, yeah. Are they trying to die? <laughs> They're just trying to feel something, man. <laughs> They're just trying to feel something. I watched a few videos, as I said, and there was a doctor being like, we are literally in the middle of a pandemic. Our hospitals cannot handle the volume of work that they, they've so got true. right now. And then you're doing this shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, come Idiots. on, people. Idiots, a lot of them. Halsey, the singer, has shed light on how difficult it has been for them to be pregnant as a celebrity. Halsey, who is 26, welcomed their first child, Ender, with boyfriend Alev Aiden in July and has said that after sharing their first snap of their baby, things became even more difficult. So during an interview with Zane Lowe, Halsey said, I'm 26 and I tried very hard for this pregnancy and it was like, I'm finally, so I'm financially independent. I'm pretty far along in my career. It feels like the right time for me to do it. And I got treated like a teen mum a lot of the times where people were like, oh my God, you're so young and you have so much to do in your career and you're not married and you're this and you're that. It triggered all of these feelings of shame from when I was younger. It triggered a lot of old feelings of shame in me where I was like, how can you have an opinion, that kind of opinion on me making this decision? They said that no matter what they do, they get shamed by their fans. There's also, she's worked too hard. She never had a family. She's going to die alone. She was too obsessed with work. She never found someone. It's a shame she's not going to have any kids. Her career's not going to hold her at night. She can't <laughs> she win, added, essentially. I know, I know. She added, okay, so nothing. Fuck him. And I was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I was like, this is important to me in terms of keeping it a bit of a secret. Halsey said they made the choice to not share their pregnancy with the world because they'd been an open book for years and they wanted something to be theirs. Understandable Mm, when you've got all of this, these shit comments. Um, They added the consequences are too high. The consequences of letting social media stress me out or cause me grief. It's no longer just me being affected by it. There's a whole other person whose nervous system is being affected by the status of mine. So I had, I had to kind of make that choice. I found it so interesting that, you know, they felt compared to a teen mum because 26 is the age that many of our parents would have been having kids. And yeah. then you've got people like Kylie Jenner having Stormy at 20. 20, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but people were kind of, I don't know, people sort of seem to me to be supportive of that. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I really don't understand. Like, she's she, like got a lot of wealth, or they. Sorry, they have got a lot of wealth. I and think, she, I think, uh, she says the pronouns are she slash them. So I okay. think, excellent. We can use both. We're good here. Excellent. Yeah. Um, thank you, Marnie. Um, so, and that's kind of what you want when you're a parent. You want to be in a good financial position. You want mental stability as well, but you want financial stability. Ugh, I don't know. I just leave leave everyone alone. That's just I'm sick of it. I'm sick of fans having opinions and thinking that they're entitled to telling celebrities what they should do just just because that they're welcomed into some aspect of their life. Like it doesn't mean you can say, "Oh, great, you're having a baby." Or shut up. You know what I mean? I do. All right, moving on to the pop report. Sama, can you please explain everything that's been going on with the Donda album release party? I have seen a little bit and a little bit some pieces, but I'm I'm lost. Yeah, and fair enough. There's a, a lot to this, and so please feel free to jump in because this this might uh, be a, a long-winded explanation, but there is a <laughs> lot here. So Kanye West, or as he will soon be known as Ye, has been building up excitement around his tenth studio album Donda, which actually dropped today, which. If you're listening to the podcast, is yesterday. Confusing timings, I know. My apologies. So, there's several things I want to talk about. So I'll start off with the release parties, and I yeah. say parties because there were a few. So the first one was actually a private listening session held on July 17, and it included musical guests like Baby Keem, who also performed. And I think uh, Kanye just was kind of a DJ for that, uh, and there were live performances. Oh right, so it, but they did play the album. Yeah, or like songs of it, and I think it was still going through finessing. So I yeah, don't know. Didn't, he didn't quite finish it until like, yeah, because like, he moved into the stadium. Finished yeah. it, didn't he? I don't know. There's I, I saw so that. I know. I think that they like recreated his childhood home yes. within the stadium. Yes, and it was costing him like two hundred thousand dollars a day to live there. But he was like, I just need to finish the album there, yeah. which I mean is fine because apparently he's made like I don't know twelve million US from it. So that's huge. That's a yeah. lot of money, and I can see why because. Aside from that private listening, there's been three listening parties. So on July 22nd, he hosted his first public event at a stadium, uh, which had thousands of seated audience members, 5,000 of which uh, Kanye donated to students and staff across several colleges, which, you know, how charitable. Uh, Millions tuned in via live stream as well. And there were a few celebrities in the VIP section, like Steve Aoki, Jesse Williams, Angela Simmons, and more. Kanye's estranged wife, Kim, was there, along with their children, and Kim's sister, Chloe. And uh, what I found funny about this, I think he did it for all other public sessions, was he kept the audience waiting for two hours. Oh my god, (laughs) no way. Oh, that would annoy me so much. Like, what do you do? You're just sitting in that stadium. You can't get enough, like, internet. Like, we've all been that person at, 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 like, an event like that where you're trying to get internet. You're like, I just want to see what's happening on Insta Stories or I want to post an Insta Story. And the internet's like, nope. Yeah. Yeah, and and if you're st- I think everyone was seated, but even so, like how uncomfortable. Jesus. And then um so <laughs> he kept everyone waiting and then um 
in his performance, he, he wore a, a mask, covered his face completely, and he didn't actually speak to the crowd at all. So, interesting <laughs> performance. Oh my god. And so his third listening party on August 5, uh, I think it was his third, oh, I don't know actually, um, it was in collaboration with Balenciaga, who who came on board as like creative director, and it was heavily influenced by Christianity, so lots of you know, heavenly skies and stuff like that. Uh, and then, like in his first public appearance, he covered his face and mostly stood in the centre of the stage. He paced here and there, did push-ups, you know, nothing what? too out there. He did push-ups? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? He's got to keep fit. What the fuck? <laughs> Have you... Actually, I think this might be common because Gwen Stefani, when I saw Gwen Stefani in No Doubt Live, like she climbed the studio lights and did push-ups, like... Uh, maybe it's a way to keep them like hyped during the performance. I was just thinking. I have seen Kanye West live, mm. and he like ran around the perimeter oh. at one point. I think maybe during like Touch the Sky or something. Wow, good on. That was pretty cool. But like, I don't need to witness your athleticism. So Kanye's latest listening party was held last Thursday at a, again at a stadium which seated over 60,000 people. I don't know if that many showed up. Um, and it was definitely more exciting. So you mentioned the replica home. Uh, that, that featured in the performance. And at one point he stood outside the replica home on the porch alongside problematic musicians, Marilyn Manson, who's been accused of rape, and rapper yeah. Baby, who recently apologised for homophobic statements. Which makes me so sad, because I love his song with Dua Lipa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't ruin that song for me, man. I think he has. <laughs> he has. <laughs> I think he, has. he really has. <laughs> um, and so they're standing on the porch, which... Late, which which it's just bizarre it later uh is the setting stage for when kanye sets himself on fire which... oh jesus <laughs> first tiktokers now kanye oh, yeah. wow. um, tide pods on there yeah, who knows so there's uh before he walks out on stage there's footage of him sitting inside the replica home setting himself on fire and then he comes out and he's literally on fire and walks around for a bit until um some people douse him in fire extinguisher foam so very different to him just like standing center stage um and the other biggest stunt at the party was when kim came on stage in a wedding dress and a veil <laughs> This was so weird. I had so many people send it like in a group, in group chats being like, what the fuck is going on? And I was so confused. It was like, are they together? But then they're not. Like, it's definitely been confirmed that they're not back together. Okay. Apparently Kanye just asked her to do it and she was happy to do it. She seems really supportive, like super supportive and a good sport. Yeah. Um, But apparently she was quite shocked and angry that Marilyn Manson and DaBaby were there. Yes, uh, she I saw didn't that know too. about that. Which um really shows what kind of partner they they were to each other. Like she's yeah. like hella supportive and he's just like, I'm gonna go do my own thing and you deal with it. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was bizarre and a lot of people did think maybe it was a reenactment of their wedding ceremony, but others thought, yeah, totally them getting back together. But it sounds like that's totally not true. From what you're saying? Yeah. So um, 
A source told E that she has always supported his work and will continue to do it in the future. She enjoys collaborating with Kanye. They have a bond for life and she wants to be there for him. And uh, a second source added that Kim realizes how special this new album is, which is obviously dedicated to his mum. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when she was asked to be part of the event, she happily agreed. Uh, the uh, insider said she knew how much this meant to him and was honoured to be involved. The wedding dress was symbolic of their relationship and for the song, it was not a vow renewal. There is still so much love between the two, but they aren't reconciling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, apparently they're really good friends now. The tension has subsided after she filed for divorce and um, it's all working out nicely and they're happy. They can do things together as a big family now instead of keeping it separate. But okay. so was that, this was on the same night that, Marilyn Manson and DaBaby were there. Yeah, yeah, and apparently she didn't see them there because she was oh, somewhere so, else. Okay, because yeah, there was another source saying that she never would have participated in something if she knew that he was a part, Marilyn Manson was a part of it. And then she was also not aware about DaBaby being present and um, she apparently felt blindsided by Kanye and said that she truly had no idea about his plans. Mm. So... Yeah. So maybe the last time she'll ever wear a wedding dress in one of his performances. Because... Well, yeah. I, like, I think another source said he wants her to realise why he included them and appreciate the art form. Still don't get it, but anyway. Kanye wanted a reaction. He wants people talking about his new album and that the approach, and that was the approach he was taking. So he's just like, I want people to talk about my album. Let's get an alleged abuser <laughs> yeah. and someone who's apparently homophobic. I feel How like about the, that. I feel like the fire would have been enough, and the wedding dress would have been exactly. enough. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I think he's always um had views which are cr- contrary for the sake of being contrary, and looping in people who are really problematic and have done atrocious things just is in line with what he does. Um, so with all of that, that brings me to the actual drop of the album. Uh, After many delays, it officially dropped with 27 tracks and features the likes of Jay-Z, The Weeknd. 27? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's almost two hours long. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and it features um, Travis Scott and more. And, but the thing is, only Kanye's name is on the tracks. So when you look at it on Spotify or uh, Apple Music, you don't actually, you can hear someone, but you're like, is that Jay-Z? Don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say featured with, <gasps> yeah. That's so weird. Isn't it? I don't know why, but. And does it say Kanye West or does it say yay? Uh, I think it just says Kanye West. Yeah, okay. just Kanye West. Uh, no image either. So, yeah. Interesting choice. I, I wonder how the, how Jay-Z and them feel about that though, not having their name on the yeah track very Mm. strange so the launch doesn't come without drama uh kanye posted on instagram i think on sunday which might be today our time (laughs) getting all the times confused so much has happened so he put an image with the text that said universal put my album out without my approval and they blocked jail 2 from being on the album now jail 2 uh it's the song is called, there's one song called Jail, which is incredible. And then there's Jail Part 2, which I've heard it's definitely on the album. So I don't know where oh. he got that from or if it's a completely different song. I don't know. Um, alongside the album release, people can order a gadget. Have a you, gadget? Yes. 
It's called the Donda Stem Player, which apparently lets you customize any song. Uh, and the device is made by Kanye's tech company. I didn't know he had a tech company. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so random. Okay, so when it can customize, when you say it can customize any song, in what way? Yeah, so I'm not technical, but it, you can do things like isolate the voice. It, oh, it, it, it comes wow. with like volume things. And, and it's a physical gadget. Yeah, it looks like a little, um, like an ice hockey puck. And it's tan, which is his go-to color. Um, And yeah, so I'll read the actual tech specs on this. It comes with a headphone jack, which seems like who uses those anymore. Um, A USB (laughs) port, volume buttons, speakers, a haptic engine, which is, I think, where you can do those things like isolate vocals, change the speed of things. I don't know. Um, It comes... Oh, yeah. Uh, what else is there? Oh, and it's Bluetooth compatible and has eight gigabytes of storage. Okay, so do you put the song onto it, like a USB, or does it listen to the song? It's like and... it plays from the device, and then you just, okay. like, in live time, you play with the song. So, oh, so, okay. Wow. Yes, I am just so, so confused. Here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty much everything I could really fit into one page of notes (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm just like you know in terms of my confusion about that thing i'm like nfts are still at the top yeah yeah but then this comes second (laughs) (laughs) it's very gimmicky so random yeah i wonder if because this album is about donda his late mother he really wanted to put everything into it and just all his ideas because it means so much to him but it, it seems like there's so much going on Almost too much. Almost. Almost. Um, what do you think? After hearing all that, are you going to run off and listen to the album after we record? Um, look, maybe not straight away. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to it. Um, but two hours, that's like a solid investment of my time. Yeah, I think it's almost two hours. I listened and to it while I was working. 27 tracks? Yeah. Yeah, I read. Tw- wow. I didn't count it myself, but that's what's being reported. Um, wow. If I'm wrong, I'll... Uh, apologize on twitter um (laughs) but but, uh there's a lot of like language around kanye being a genius um and marnie i want to know what do you think is is this man a genius no no you don't think so (laughs) that was just very simple um yeah uh no not really i just think that he really believes in himself Mm-hmm. and he doesn't need anyone else to. Yeah, that's you know fair. I mean? That's fair. I think he he's, will just go out and do the thing. Yeah, and that's pr- I think that's there's a brilliance maybe to him. Yeah. Um, and he's definitely a performer, whether or not it's on stage. I mean, like in <laughs> every other aspect of life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all of this hype, all of this build-up, it, it's... I, I, it's, it's just an insight into his mind, and I think his mind must be an interesting, interesting place. Yeah, I think I will have to listen just because of how much he has given to this album. Yeah. All right, we'll be back in just a moment for Reality Roundup. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Popfix Podcast. And if you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you left us a five-star rating and review, or you can spread the word by sharing a screenshot to your Instagram story and just let the people know. Let them know, people.
You're listening to Pop Fix and it's time for Reality Roundup. We are getting to the tail end of The Bachelor now and it's pretty freaking obvious who Jimmy is going to choose. <laughs> so in case you missed it, uh, last week we said goodbye to the very lovely Carly. Her hometown was perfect. Oh my God, what was he thinking? What he was he had thinking? To leave. Look, he's an idiot. Yes, big dum-dum. I had hoped that he would keep Carly around because all the rumours, remember, said that Lily was going to... Uh, be at hometowns not Carly Mm. so I was like oh my god everything's been wrong Carly's gonna win Mm. um so I was kind of hoping he would keep her around things would be really interesting because you would actually kind of have that will he choose her will he choose Holly what's gonna happen we just don't know but the way that things stand right now with Holly Jay and Brooke you just know right you just Mm. know how do we know because if you watched Brooke and Jay's hometowns were basically dumpster fires. (laughs) Brooke's brother told Jimmy that Brooke is very dependent and basically that they wouldn't be great together because of his job. Cut to Jimmy tearfully. Well, I thought it was tearfully. I don't actually know. Telling the cameras, I know Brooke could make me happy, but I don't know if I can make Brooke happy. (laughs) Sad. You can tell that he kind of like... He, she definitely was his kind of fave. Mm, yeah, you could see he was disappointed. And then at Jay's hometown, her friend tells Jimmy that she is there so she can become a presenter mm-hmm. and also warned him that she had previously dated someone in the public eye in New Zealand who turns out to be the New Zealand bachelor, Moses Wait, McKay. What? Oh, yep. it's being revealed? I thought maybe it was a rugby player. I had no idea yep. who it could be. Yep, so I think that he was the bachelor last year. Oh, interesting. Yep. Now, but one thing I was really frustrated with was Jimmy saying uh, he doesn't he doesn't want to be in the public eye himself. I'm like, then why the fuck did you come on the show? Like, honestly. I do kind of feel like he would be the kind of person that would fade into obscurity once this is over. Like okay. Matt Agnew, remember him? No. See, <laughs> he was the Bachelor. <laughs> okay. And now the only thing that gets reported on about him is, like, his long hair. Oh, good for him. Good for him, yep. Um, And, yeah, this came, of course, after she was rumoured that she had hopes that she would be the runner-up because they, you know, do better after the show. Mm -hmm. So is she genuine? Who bloody knows at this point? But why would Jimmy even bother with her after all of that? Mm, I wonder if it's going to be, like, a huge, like surprise and he does choose Jay and he's like I don't care what people say I love her anyways well interestingly Angie Kent who was the bachelorette a few years ago wrote that Jay's story is pretty identical to what happened with Carlin Sterrett who she ended up choosing Carlin apparently kept saying he wanted to be the bachelor and his brother told Angie that he wanted to be an actor or a presenter or something and they did not live happily ever after. And I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that Carlin is anti-vax too. So okay. there's that. My theory is that Jimmy actually really liked Carly and didn't want to choose, sorry, didn't want to drag her along until later in the piece to dump her at the finale or whatever it is. Instead, choosing to do it earlier and then making it easier for him to pick Holly. Oh, okay. That, no, that's very smart. Don't you think, like, this has happened a few times on the show in the past um, where, you know, they're always quite, you can tell they could be really good friends with that person. Yep. And it could be romantic if they didn't have stronger feelings for someone else. Mm, Okay, so it's trying to be nice. 
And I'm pretty sure, I, I think I've read that Carly gave Holly a shout out on Insta and Jimmy has previously said that he will be good friends with some of the girls afterwards. And I reckon one of those people is Carly, especially if she is close with Holly. Hmm. Yeah, I could see them being friends. That makes sense. And Carly and deserves someone amazing, let's be honest. Yeah. Someone on her level. Yeah. And, I mean, she has actually said that she would potentially be keen to do The Bachelorette. Oh, she would be perfect. So you'd watch that? Yeah. I really like Carly so much. So do you know much. what I find so funny? So on our Instagram stories today, um, Sama, you shared a photo of Steph for her birthday. Yeah. And I clicked into the post because it was actually a post where we introduced ourselves to yes. the account. And you wrote at that time, which was... <laughs> About a year ago, actually, almost yeah, to the to the I week, know what you're say. that you would never watch The Bachelor <laughs> and that you would not like it. I, yeah, and look, I did it for the pod. I'm. You did it for the pod, but you loved it for yourself. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this and this always happens. Like it happened with Married at First Sight. Like I was like, I'll never watch that show, and then I did, and then I'm hooked. Um, and now I'm like, I love Carly. If Carly does a show, I'll watch her. Um, yeah, for sure. And I'm even like live tweeting all of yeah, this. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Guys, so, follow us on I'm Twitter at Popfix Podcast. See Sammer's tweets. Mm. They're very funny. Well, speaking of, I wanted to share a Twitter poll that we, we did uh, last go. week. Uh, so we put out a poll asking everyone who they thought was going home. A whopping <laughs> 57% said Brooke. And fair enough. It just seemed like that was the case, right? Yes. And then um, followed by Jay at 31%, then Carly at 9%, and then lastly Holly at 3%. So it's clear who the fan favourite is. Yeah. And it was just that Carly's hometown was – there was nothing wrong. Mm. Like, Jimmy stumbled on his words at one point and called her predictable, but – Which so many people were like – mad about i'm like it just in my opinion it just means he thinks he knows her that well that yeah. nothing she does will shock him which i don't know if is a bad thing what What do you think do you think predictable is a bad thing no i think i think he just the way that he said it and then stressed about it the way Made that he worse. said it yeah for sure um but yeah look uh if jimmy somehow surprises us this week chooses jay or brooke you know good luck to him <laughs> imagine if he chose brooke i oh just think like, <laughs> they've they've kind of downplayed his relationship with holly i think at the moment like yeah they only had showing. a peck at the house yeah thing. so i just think it's her they're trying to make us i don't know what they're trying to make us think because they're not making brooke and uh jay look that great mm. eh. is it obvious probably Will we still watch it? Yes. Oh, of course. Moving on to Married at First Sight, my good mates Bryce Rutherford and Melissa Rawson are expecting twins and they Aww. announced last week that they are having two boys. So good for them. Congratulations. Aww. So these shows do work after all. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa blocked me on Instagram, so. Why? Uh, just, just silly. What happened? I don't know. I I I I I don't know, or Did I you, do know. What what can you well, tell? No. I, well, was it a story? I I wrote a story about them once, and mm. Bryce slid on into my DMs and was can he he tried to say that I defamed him. I did not defame him. 
Oh, yes. And so, obviously, after that, Melissa's gone. Nah, that bitch Marnie, she's gone. <gasps> you know what? Locked. They shouldn't burn bridges with you, Marnie. I know. I'm a very powerful person. You are. <laughs> All right, that is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Pop Fix, your weekly fix of pop culture news. Please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you could please leave us a five-star rating and review, we would very, very much appreciate it. Yes, even you, Bryce, and you, Melissa, we would love it. <laughs> you can give follow us, us on zero Instagram. out of five. <laughs> You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Popfix Podcast. You can find our group on Facebook if you search the same thing. And once again, share the love to your Insta stories when you're listening. Show your friends. We love it. Sama, where can we find you on Insta? You can find me at underscore Sama Rose underscore. And you can find me at Marnie Dixit. We'll be back in a week. Chat to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.